0: The province of BC is at it again. Do you want the good news first or the bad news? My name is Parker Bennett, and I've spent the last 20 years helping people through the process of their largest single investment they may ever make, their home. From building inspector to real estate agent, I've chalked up a number of great experiences and strategies for everything related to the home buying experience. This podcast is dedicated to anything and everything around the Kamloops real estate market. Welcome to the Kamloops Real Estate Insider Podcast. You know, I've often said on, the, on this podcast that since I've been a real estate agent approximately 10 years ago, the amount of regul- regulation changes um, and paperwork additions To the real estate transaction has exploded. And here we are once again. The BC provincial government on February 22nd, last Friday, has announced the uh, update to its BC home flipping tax. I call it the flipping tax, which is a proposed BC home flipping tax that'll apply to income that you make on the sale of your property that you own in the province of British Columbia for less than two years. So it's a little more complicated than that. If, uh, let me give you the rundown. If you've owned a property for 365 days or less and you sell it, any property uh, profit that you've realized on the sale of that will be taxed at 20%. Now, if you hold on to that property for over 365 days, so from day 366 onward to day 730, then the taxation will slowly taper to a zero. I don't have all the details in front of me about where those little incremental changes are, but uh, the BC government is trying trying to contain the selling of properties in short periods of time. Now, this doesn't take effect until January 1st, 2025. So if you're in the middle of a flip or you're considering moving on to a different property, it would be a good idea to get that sucker on the market right away because you will be exempt from this uh, for the short period of time that we have in front of us until the new year of 2025. Now, there is a number of exemptions for this, but they're not all detailed yet in the uh, provincial website. But you should know this, that uh, the purpose of the tax is not to hinder builders and developers who provide real estate and in the supply category. But it is there to prevent people from doing short-term moves, whether it's your primary residence or not. However, if it is your primary residence and you do uh, make a move, you will get a $20,000 taxable income credit uh, that will help to offset some of that 20% should you um, incur that on a move. Uh, Some of the other uh, notable exemptions are separation and divorce, uh, death, uh, disability or illness, uh, relocation for work, insolvency, personal safety, uh, change in household members. Oh, and if you are non-resident to BC, but you own a property in BC, you'll still be obligated to pay that. So I'm not exactly sure how this is going to help cure the problem of supply if you are let's say renovating a property and you can't get it on the market for a couple of years. I'm not sure how that's going to fix that problem. I don't think it's going to create any new tax dollars for the provincial government because realistically selling houses um, and flipping houses is the most taxable thing that you can do from a government perspective. Because if you're a small business owner that flips houses, you're going to be subject to property transfer tax. There's going to be real estate fees, which are taxable There's going to be lawyers that are included in that transaction, also taxable dollars there. There's so many levels of taxation for people that are renovating houses to sell them as a business. And um, I I just don't see where the government's not going to gain more money from taxable income through this process. I, I just don't see that happening. I just feel like people renovating houses are going to, you know, drift to the sidelines, at least for the short period of time that this, uh, flipping laws is in effect, which, you know, like most laws that come into effect, they never really go away. So I can't imagine Home Depot is pretty stoked about this. And I, I don't know if there's going to be other, you know, issues that come from this from our economy, like economic issues that come from this from the perspective of a bunch of people not being able to renovate properties to resell them, uh, you know, at a, at a margin. So this doesn't make any sense to me. And I don't know if the government feels like there's thousands and thousands of houses out there that are currently unoccupied, just being renovated at current States. And that's what the problem is. Um, I I don't believe that's their initiative. I don't believe that's their perspective. Their perspective is, is, that real estate agents and people that flip houses are the reason that there's, you know, increased housing demand, which makes no sense. You're bringing in a million and a half people to a country over a three-year period, and there's not enough houses as it is to start off with, and we build less than the amount of houses that we're going to offset with new, um, you know, immigration to Canada. It's going to cause a bigger supply problem. So these minute changes that they're making are are not really affecting the, the pivotal problem that we're being faced with. We don't have enough houses to supply the residents of our country. And in Western Canada, that's a, a bigger issue because houses here are more expensive. There's a bigger demand to be here. We have a lot to offer natural resources, beautiful mountains, ski hills, very nice weather ocean. We have a ton to offer. And unfortunately that's going to cause a bit more of a housing shortage moving forward. So, Uh, That's my two cents on that part. Uh, There's the bad news, but I do have some good news. I want to take a moment to express my gratitude to the incredible community of listeners on this very podcast. Your support fuels the engine behind this podcast, and we want to hear from you. If you found the content helpful, entertaining, humorous, hopefully a little bit of all three, Uh, Or if there's a specific topic that you'd love us to cover, please leave us a review on your favorite platform. Your reviews not only warm our hearts, but also help us reach more aspiring homeowners, savvy investors, and anyone looking to navigate the real estate journey right here in Kamloops. So if you're ready to be a part of our growing community, head on over to your favorite platform and share your thoughts. All right, let's get back to the episode. However, in good news... The property transfer tax exemption has been altered to the benefit of first time home buyers. This is on the, uh, I saved the good news for the last. Uh, currently in the province of BC, if you're purchasing a property, you're going to pay property transfer tax on that property if it's your primary residence. In the area of 1% on the first $200,000 of home value and 2% on the balance all the way up to $2 million. So if you're in Kamloops and you're purchasing a property for uh, let's say uh, a million bucks, you're gonna pay 18,000 bucks in property transfer tax. Now the benchmark price in Kamloops is sitting somewhere around that 650 to 670 range. I would say a median uh, single family detached home in Kamloops is probably about 100,000 over that benchmark price. So you're probably sitting around 750 but just for ease of calculation if you buy a house for a million bucks you're going to pay 18 grand in tax. Now previously if you were a first-time home buyer you had the opportunity to get a one-time exemption from property transfer tax up into up until $500,000 of value. So that was great in 2012 but there's not a lot of properties in that 500 or below that 500 mark In today's market, you're definitely not getting a single family detached home. Uh, There's still options for condos and townhouses and maybe a half duplex, but for a single family home, it's out of the question. So now, starting in April 1st of 2024, the exemption is being moved from $500,000 of value to $835,000 of value. So congratulations, Province of BC, you're catching up with uh, inflation. So this is good news if you're a buyer. This is a real opportunity for first-time homebuyers um, to get into the market and avoid paying some of that uh, large taxation that the government hits you with on entry level to a property. Now, this news was just introduced uh, on Friday of past week, and uh, it doesn't take effect till April 1st, like I said. So if you're out there shopping today, more likely you're going to be in a position to take advantage of this first-time homeowner's grant of $835,000. But wait, there's more. There's also an exemption uh, alteration to the newly built home exemption. So if you're buying a new home in the province of BC, you're going to pay GST on that home, but you're also going to pay property transfer tax currently if it's exceeding $750,000 of value. Well, now they've change the $750,000 exemption uh, limit to 1.1 million and there's an additional 50,000 for a partial exemption uh, after 1.1. So if you're purchasing a new build, you got up to 1.15 million in potential exemptions or partial exemptions from paying property transfer tax. But unfortunately, you're still going to get hammered with GST. Thank you, province of British Columbia. So I think if we take a step back and we analyze what the government has done here, I think the government is forecasting further inflation in housing prices in the province of BC. Because why else would they introduce this 20% flipping tax if they didn't suspect that the price of housing was going to continue to rise? So they're basically giving you the evidence that the market is going to go up. We're sitting in a market right now where it's fairly stable, at least in our region in Kamloops. Like there's a really good opportunity to purchase here right now. And uh, with the new rules about first-time home buyers being exempt from the property transfer tax up to 835,000 bucks, I think it's a golden opportunity if you're trying to get into the market right now to take a stab at 2024 spring market, because I feel like by the time we get to June or July, we're going to start to see the market moving much more quicker and that opportunity to get in kind of where it felt cozy and comfortable with the the limited inventory and the limited buyers in the market don't think that's going to stick around forever i can't stress it enough that if you're in the market and you're sitting on the fence waiting to purchase a property i would do it this spring i would do it now i wouldn't wait the market is going to inflate yet again Supply and demand is is not on your side if you're thinking that you're going to wait for the real estate market to crash and buy a home for $300,000 in Western Canada. It's just not going to happen.